Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Everyone and welcome back to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, uh, October twenty second edition. Uh, on this wonderful, joyous occasion, the week before Halloween, <laughs> our good friend and soulmate, uh, Miss Katie Simone, returns to us. Hi, everybody. Uh, Kevin filled in for you last week. That's right, he and, did. And uh, we had a good talk about Nirvana's "Nevermind." You just never mind you. <laughs> so anyway, so Katie is back. So how you been, Katie? I've been great. What's, Wonderful. What's going on with Pink Floyd? I told everybody that you were hitting the road with the with the Pink Floyd tribute act. Um, I don't want to talk about oh, it. Wow. <laughs> Not right now, at least. Okay, so that's uh, how that's going. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, let's talk about our sponsor then. Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, pplmag.com. Pittsburgh's first internet radio, TV network, online community magazine, and business directory. You can listen, watch, download, receive emails with the latest audio, video, and video, and audio, and audio, and video created by the members of the community. What about what about video? And maybe audio. <laughs> first, we'll, first we'll go to England, and then we'll go to Britain. <laughs> you can read articles and get coupons. You can find businesses. So if there's like something you're interested in, you're, there's all kind of great educational stuff on here from like uh, how to be uh, how to publish uh, your your own books, uh, stuff on uh, cardiological health. Uh, you know, all kind of just great uh, programming here on the on the network. Uh, if you have your own wares to peddle, you've got something you want to. Uh, talk about to the entire world, like maybe a podcast like this one. Uh, you can start your own magazine page. It gets They get about a million unique visitors each month, so you definitely want to check it out. There's all kind of great features. A lot of Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, Empress of Biz, Roving Pittsburgh Reporter, uh, all kind of fun stuff like that. Uh, the, uh, Baker Street Solutions, um, Traveling Granny Globe Trotting Memoirs. So this. <laughs> so there's all kind of crazy Black Tie Pittsburgh, all kind of craziness there So that's pplmag.com uh, We have a cool show for you guys tonight um, If uh, you are familiar with the, Well, even if you're not uh, uh, I write for the magazine Blues Rock Review And um, the latest album that I uh, reviewed for them Is this one right here Now we were going to just kind of put it as our backing music uh, uh, For tonight <laughs> It's the uh, latest album from uh, Government Mule, 
the Telstar Sessions. And uh, you can read my review at bluesrockreview.com. Uh, but the Telstar Sessions is the original lineup of Government Mule uh, when they first got together back in 94, uh, featuring Matt Abst and Alan Woody. Not not to be confused with Woody Allen. Oh. Woody Allen was not in the band. What about Woody Harrelson? <laughs> but <laughs> it's a really great uh, uh, record. It's a it's their demo, and uh, uh, Warren Haynes went back and remastered and tweaked some mixes around and stuff. And it's pretty much there's very few overdubs. It's just them being a great band, three guys jamming together in the studio. It sounds great. There's a lot of great tunes on it. Some of the songs uh, made their way onto the uh, the Government Mule. Uh, debut and some of them made them onto dose but there's some that you never heard anywhere like uh, their version of zz tops just got paid which is yeah which is really kick ass so very cool stuff so anyways guys you're listening to ludini rock and roll circus we got katie simone in this in the house with us tonight what's up katie simone um the sky (laughs) Um, not me i'm very tired Um, i'm always tired i think i got like narcolepsy or something but um, now i got i got beer though so. Beer collapsy. Beer collapsy. <laughs> I have beer collapsy. I heard somebody come up with the phrase drunk collapsy the other night. Drunk collapsy? <laughs> like talking about somebody falling asleep at the bar. It's like, that's drunk collapsy. I'm like, that's kind of good, actually. I that like is that. good. I'm going to start using that. As opposed to spaghettification. Spaghetti. What's that? I know. See, see, this is like, you know, you post these pictures sometimes on Facebook and you say something, something, you're drunk, go home. <laughs> you know, well, well, scientists have come up with this term to describe what happens to people in a black hole and they call it spaghettification and i just want to say science you're drunk go home that's like spaghettification what? yeah oh my you get God. and then they said you get spaghettified spaghettified are you spaghettified spaghetti that's like hi- hipster italian people i've been watching the uh <laughs> i've been watching the sopranos on uh, the you know because i never saw it before and it's on uh, you can it's on amazon prime and i've been mm. I've been downloading them and watching them, so it's just like something that seems like you know, you know, you know, it gets spaghettified. Anyways, that show makes me hungry. They're always eating good food. Uh, tonight uh, we're going to talk a little. We're going to touch on a subject, and I, I really wanted your opinion on this, uh, Katie, because uh, uh, you have uh, what? What's that thing called? Your girly parts. Oh. And so, since you're a girly, uh, we I want to get your opinion on sexism. In especially like in the hard rock realm, I was. Uh, we're going to talk about this. I I, I watched a whole bunch of uh, videos uh, this week, and I'll tell you why in, uh, later on. Uh, of heavy metal female singers, and man, the hate uh, messages that they get. It's just it just blows mm-hmm. uh, my mind. Uh, so uh, I wanted to kind of get like we're, we're going to get with that, but uh, we got some great music. And the night I'm just prattling on, I'm just yak, 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 yak. So I'm going to stop my yak yakking and I'm going to play some uh, some tunage for y'alls, for yinzes, for yins guys. Uh, this is California Breed. Uh, I'll just go ahead and play and we'll talk about it in a second. But California Breed um, called The Way from their self titled album, California Breed, on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.
<laughs> to melt the headphones off. <laughs> right. <laughs> California breed. Yeah, you, did you? Did you? I don't know if you saw the bio. Did you see? You know who that is singing? That's Glenn Hughes. That's Glenn Hughes. Yeah. Wow. With Jason Bonham on drums. <laughs> And uh, it's a killer, just like out of this world. Yeah, some, I, some okay players on that track. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're okay. Yeah, they're <laughs> but, uh, you know, I love Glenn. I mean, it's like he's closing in on 70, and he just is like, is he sounds as vicious as ever. You know I what know. I mean? That's, that's what a screamer. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's <laughs> just like unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, uh, you can, they don't have an official uh, website. You go to their uh, Facebook. It's uh, facebook.com backslash California Breed. And they haven't done anything in a little while. They, they, they did this in 2014. But as you know, Glenn plays with like a lot of people. He's in Black Country Communion, and he does mm-hmm. a whole bunch of other stuff. So he's always got a different projects. So this is... Uh, you know, kind of just another thing that he's uh, involved in. Just like uh, the, the the band we're listening to right now, uh, Warren Haynes. You know, he's uh, you know he's 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 like always involved in something else. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? He's always doing something. You know, so you have to really respect that. You know, so how many bands are you in now, Katie? <laughs> I can't even keep track. I'm I'm technically only a member of two bands. I'm That's a sub. I know, right? Come on, you know these four. I know. Well, no, I'm like a sub in like every other band that I sing with. It's like a fill-in, but no, I'm technically only a member of two, and um, you know, just kind of you know singer for hire. <laughs> um, I was thinking of a song. Now, if if Ridgemont High would learn this song, <laughs> are you listening, boys? I think that uh, I think that like it would just be like amazing. What song? Now, you, may, you may not even know it. It's a pretty obscure. It's a one-hit wonder of oh, the 80s. Lay it on me. On the Loose by Saga. Oh, well, hmm. Oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> that is a freaking great... I'll have to play it for you. Yeah, play it for me before I leave. Yeah, I'll play it for you. It's a killer jam. They were yeah. a Canadian band, kind of progressive, but they had this one hit. Like in the early '80s, called "On the Loose." And like we were talking earlier, whenever you were going over my my, my song list, um, you know, you know it, just don't remember like what the yeah, what it's you know, called. Ex- I may know it yeah. to hear it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's the same thing. You know, there's like bands like U2 who write songs and they never say the name of the song. Yeah. The song. You know, they, you know you just kinda, it kind of goes like, nah, nah, and the guitar's like, din, 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 din. oh, that's called bad. Oh, yeah, never says bad. In the whole song, you know, it's because it's, 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 it's bad. It's bad. It's a bad tune. It's that's like bad. that's my favorite U two song. Is it? It is. Nah, get out. That's of my time. favorite U two song. It's I my dad's favorite too. Over. Yeah. Oh, did you and your dad bond over that song? He played the living hell out of U two when I was growing oh, up, wow. so I had no choice. See, I did not. I figured your dad for more of a Skinnerd guy, but he's like U <laughs> two. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, you know, there's. Not, some... I meant no disparity. No, I, I, no. I just was just saying. Nah, I mean, there's, you know, he's definitely, I got a, a little fondness for some of that Southern rock kind of stuff, too. But, yeah, no, definitely, he's a big prog guy. Likes U2. Prog. Not that U2's prog, but I mean, like, he likes Rush and, yes, Genesis and stuff. And, and Yin's guys. And Yin's, Yin's guy. too. He likes them Yin's. Yin's too. Um, let's go, I want to ask you a question. I mean, you know, I was, uh, I was, I, I've been exploring, I've been like getting my metal on in, in the past couple of weeks. I've been li- listening to a lot of uh, liquid metal on uh, Sirius mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of like, I just, you know, just been kind of like re-embracing my metal and um, I don't know what caused me to do it. I, it was just, 
by serendipity, but I heard some, uh, you know, how you do on YouTube. You find one thing and it leads you to the next thing and the next thing. You know, you start, you know. Yep. And so I apparently uh, clicked on some, uh, oh, I was uh, I was getting into some groove metal and listening to the Pantera and I found this band called Cowgirls from Hell. Okay. And it's uh, f- all-girl tribute to Pantera. Very cool. They've got a great... Um, like uh, what uh, like an album trailer that they did, mm-hmm. and it's, I think they sound great. I think they have the whole vibe going on. But man, the hate! Oh, so what is that about? Um, because there's a lot of girls, there's a lot of ladies, uh, females who are singing heavy music. I interviewed a, an artist. I think we, we've played him a number of times on the podcast called Sate. Who's from uh, Who's from Canada, and her music is really heavy, uh-huh. you know. And uh, I I can't imagine like feeling like I don't know what I don't know what the problem is. What do you, What do you think the problem is? Um, I'm gonna go um, on record here to s- and say this, and it's probably going to be controversial, and I'm sure people aren't going to like it. But oh my! And I have nothing against metal. You know, people we'll who play get, metal. We'll have to like. Metal. We'll, have to, we'll edit this out later. I'm just go ahead. <laughs> no, I have nothing I against you, people. I, wanna, I, want your, I have yeah. nothing against people who are into that kind of music um, at all. I like some of it. It's not what I personally like to perform. But no, I get it. But I've noticed that a lot of um, men who are into that kind of music like it because it's very aggressive and it's something that they can relate to because they are for whatever reason insecure about themselves and when they see a female who's strong getting involved in that type of music and who's you know out there kicking ass and you know do, hanging with the boys i hate to use that that term but for lack of a better word they feel threatened by it and you know especially in this day and age of youtube and the internet everybody is you know six foot six Behind the you know behind the computer screen, you know what I mean. I know. So um, I think it's you know I think any time a woman is doing something that is seen as quote unquote a man's job, lots of people, lots of men feel threatened by it. You know. Yeah. They just don't you know think that there's enough room for everybody, and there is. You know. Um. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I could. I could see. It. To me, when me- heavy music makes it, I, I don't see it. That, I, to me, that music just makes me feel like, yeah. Yeah, but you're not. Let's you're do not it. a squad conquer the world. Uh, you know, men yeah. and women. Like I don't feel exactly. Like, you but know, you're not a douchebag. No. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Whoosh, thank God. I wasn't. I wasn't sure what was about to come out of her mouth. You're not a. I was trying to you're think. You're not a I heterosexual. Was, huh? Yeah. No, but you're not a douchebag. I mean, and, th- and this isn't just in metal music, though. I mean, this is, I mean, I was at a blues jam the other night, and I was up on stage with another female singer who is up and coming, and, you know, right. she's just starting to, like, learn the ropes and stuff like that, and the person who was, you know, doing the jam session wanted me to come up and, you know, like, sing back up for her, like, kind of help her out. Well, she picked this blues song that had weird changes, and I'm not a guitar player or anything, but I mean, I know enough, you know, to t- throw out chords and tell people what to do. She picked the song, and the band was just all over the place. And I just looked to the guys, and I'm like, just watch me for the changes. And they just, like, laughed. I'm like, no, I know what the changes are, you assholes. I'm sorry. Can, am I, can I say that? Well, but, it's been said. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, if you want to bleep that out. But no, I mean, it's it, it, it's it's all over the place, you know? And I mean, you either learn to, you know, just be... What did Chrissy Hines say? Um, yeah, Chrissy Hines put this thing out a long time ago. Um, Chrissy Hines' advice for chick rockers, and one of the uh, the uh, pieces of advice she had was, "Don't whine about being a chick. 
just write a loosely disguised song about your struggles and make tons of money off of it. And like, that's kind of, you know, but it does suck. I mean, it sucks, you know, you know, any to be just, you know, like, you know, just kind of just thrown away just because of your gender or the color of your skin or, you know, I mean, just the stupidest things that we shouldn't be, you know, judging people on. There's no way you could know anything because you're a girl. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, okay, let, let, let me, I'm going to shift gears slightly. Mm-hmm. And, and because this is something that bothers me. Um, is it that rash? It's, yeah. And it's, <laughs> uh, I, I, I got that uh, lotion, but uh, I, I used it for something else. And uh, anyway. You're not allowed uh, to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, so here's something that kind of bugs me a little bit. Um, th- there's these, and I've seen these videos, you know, the greatest female drummers. Yes. And the greatest female guitar players. Now, wait a minute. Guitar playing and drumming is not like football. It is not a contact sport. Mm-hmm. You do not need to put women in a separate category for that stuff. I can kind of understand vocals because there's a, women have a completely different sort of timbre and sort of sound and thing right. that they do vocally right. that does not... So I could kind of understand where maybe if you wanted to talk about female vocalist versus male vocal, not versus, like it's a competition, but just like, you know, it's separating yeah, those categorizing. two categories. Uh, yeah. categorizing. But, I, but when it comes to guitar or drums or bass or whatever, like, I mean, you're, you're a great guitar player. It doesn't matter if you have, a, a, you know, a woo-hoo-hoo down there or a wee-wee-wee down there. It, it's, <laughs> it's Right? Now, that's always bothered me immensely. Like, I mean, I mean I think and, and I think the thing that yeah. bothers me the most is you'll see the list. The you know top fifty greatest female guitar players. You never see the list that says top fifty greatest male guitar players. It's always greatest guitar players of all time. But exactly. like, but we only need to label it if they have tits and a vagina. Yeah. So I don't get it. We're not allowed to say vagina. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just teasing. I'm <laughs> I'm just kidding. The word itself makes some men feel very uncomfortable. A vagina. Vagina. From Any big about? Yes. In <laughs> Johnson. You mean, you mean the Johnson? Yeah, the Johnson. You mean you mean coitus? <laughs> oh my god, best movie ever. But yeah, no, that always bothered me, and I'm glad you brought it up because I've talked about it before, and people are like, "You're just being ridiculous." <laughs> Shut up. You're either a great guitar player, or or I mean, you know, there's a lot of great guitar players. So like, it's just put everybody in, and mm-hmm. like, it's you know, it's you know, it's, it doesn't need to be like women's basketball or something. It's exactly. Not, yeah, I mean, you know. Um, yeah, that's 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 my uh, feeling of it, and I think that um, I mean, there's a lot of great guitar players who happen to be uh, women, and it's just like by I think that by like having their own category, kind of in and of itself is sexist. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I I don't know what we do about that. But it's just out there. It's just one of those things that, as a society, we just probably haven't moved from, moved on from, or no, moved and away from. And it's, it, I mean, who's, who knows if that's something that's going to change in the next like fifteen years? I mean, we're becoming a lot more um, open-minded as a society. I think what with you know acceptance of people, you know identifying as different genders or more genders at you know two genders at once it's just all kinds of things like that and i mean i'm still yeah, what are we gonna do like the best transgendered guitar players? i know and the thing is i mean they're the out there cross, the best cross-dressed guitar players they're out there i mean i mean and, and then like i mean seriously <laughs> like if somebody said this 
somebody said like, well, here's the best black guitar players. I mean, people would be like, oh my exactly. god, exactly. Here's the bla- best Latin Latino guitar player. You yeah, know I, mean, what I mean, like, like yeah, I mean, and it's like you know, we shouldn't be. Uh, breaking it down that yeah, way. Yeah, we shouldn't be... So we shouldn't be breaking it down according to sex. And he, the thing that I find kind of disturbing about a little bit, just just it's, it, going right along with what you're saying, it's like most of the people that put these lists up, like, you know, give it to the chick rockers and all this stuff like that, mm-hmm. are like, they're very well-meaning. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. they really think that, like, you know, they, they want to give women, and I agree with that. I, yeah. And I can't disagree with that, but um, I just find that when I hear that, I kind of like, ooh, that just, I kind of like, eh. Yeah. It just doesn't, you know, like, no, they're just great musicians, and it's irrelevant that they're, whether whether they're women or men or, or I guess if you wanted to sort of acknowledge the struggle of women in music, you know what I mean? I get and wanted that. to kind of like, sort of like praise that somehow it's difficult right yeah i mean i totally understand it i understand where you're coming from on that you know because i mean there's plenty of women who have you know broken ground and you know been dealt crazy crazy hands you know what i mean and like had to go through some insane terrible stuff to you know get get things leveled out for anybody who wants to turn your mic off now (laughs) you know level things out for yeah. those to come you know what i mean i mean look at ronnie specter look at what she went through being married to phil specter i mean you know but th- don't you think that that see okay like and you could talk about ike and tina mm-hmm. and everything but i kind of see the relationship thing is now maybe i'm wrong see the relationship thing is separate i mean mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who make bad decisions in relationships yeah no, no, I agree. You know, I, mean, I agree. There's a lot of, you know, it isn't just in music. <laughs> yeah, know, but I mean, you know. if you think about it, like, like I can Tina, I mean, is, you know, terrible as it is. I don't even know how to say this the right way, but would she have ever been a star if she didn't get involved isn't with him that, and put up with him that for the, years? That's the craziness of life. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> the most stuff, and we can't, we can't be politically correct all the time exactly. about stuff because yeah. sometimes what you just said is just what happens <laughs> yeah i mean and the, you know? the same thing happened with ronnie specter i mean you know she married phil and was a prisoner in her own home for like 15 years and like i mean these chicks are you know they did something that nobody uh, else was doing the at way, the time katie said chick <laughs> hey yeah whatever if you have a problem with that you can i'll tell you what you can do later <laughs> nice that's another thing. Somebody told me I was I, I was referring to um, a friend of mine who's a you know, female musician. Like, yeah, this other chick uh, singer I know. I can't believe you said that. And this was another woman saying, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> go go cry on Tumblr or whatever you pseudo-feminists <laughs> do these days. Seriously. <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to, I want to direct everybody to an article real quick. And we're not going to, like, read this um, because I believe that Katie's assessment of the situation really nailed it. <laughs> but there's a cool uh, article on uh, bitchmedia.org. Uh, smashing through boundaries, heavy metals, racism, and sexism problem. And um, I think that it's a, it's a really good article. And uh, uh, maybe at another time we will delve a little deeper into this. But there's a lot of ladies. And this article gets into the idea that there's also a lot of ladies of color mm-hmm. playing super heavy music. And, um, you know, that there's a lot of ne- negative reaction to it. I love it. I mean, I, we interviewed Sate and I just, oh man, that woman, uh, I would just do anything for her. I mean, I just absolutely think she kicks ass. And when I see women out there just, you know, being, just putting out their art like that, I just like, I find that very attractive. I think, I think people that can express themselves and are kind of 
unafraid of that. Uh, to me, that is gorgeous. That's beauty. That's mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's heavy metal or if it's opera or classical or whatever it is. And anyways, it's a great article. Um, I learned some stuff that I did not know. Uh, there's some... Uh, now, I don't know if this is true, but the article opens up uh, with a, a story about Phil Anselmo from Pantera at uh, a gig honoring the bands uh, uh, they did a, a tribute to Dimebag Daryl. He, he gave a straight-armed, like, sort of Nazi salute and yelled, white power from the stage. Now, I don't know if that is true. That's in the <laughs> article. So I was kind of, like, shocked. But there is a sort of thing, and, and there aren't a lot of people of color um that sort of like flow to the front forefront in this in this in this style of music and i don't think it's because they don't like this kind of music or they don't want to play this kind of music i think that they're they're getting pressured um from both sides and there's a was a great documentary i watched on netflix about a year ago um with uh um the bass player from king's x uh Doug Pennick mm-hmm. uh, talking and, and some other people talking about the guys from Fishbone talking about why black people can't play rock. You wow. Know, you know, we want to play rock. We like rock. We're not, yeah. no, we don't all want to play hip hop. Yeah. You know, and uh, so there's a lot of like, you know, we think music is so open and we're all together and it's la la la, but there are some issues here. And uh, I just wanted to kind of bring it up a little bit tonight, not, not to put like a downer or a negativity thing on it, but just to kind of raise a little awareness and to no. like encourage everybody. I don't care. I have a buddy of mine. Um, he's from, he's from right across the, uh, a bo- uh, right across the border. Um, in West Virginia, and uh, he's a gentleman of color, and he's an amazing heavy metal guitar player. He's got endorsements mm-hmm. with a lot of amp companies and stuff like that. You know, so like, you know, we kind of need to lose this, you know, like who plays what and, you know, these, you know, these sort of things. I think that we just kind of got used to certain ideas of things, but, you know, in the, in the age of the internet, you know, people are crossing every boundary and it's all out there. Yeah, Want to add anything before we get into something else no and i mean I, I think that's the most inspiring thing you know i mean like i remember i mean even like as a kid like the first vocal coach i ever had i was like i really want to sing led zeppelin you're a girl you can't sing led zeppelin oh, no, it's like actually i'm a girl and that i i definitely can sing led zeppelin because i have the high <laughs> range sing led zeppelin better than most guys yeah <laughs> and i mean don't ever tell me that i can't do something because of my gender you know i mean like and i mean that's the same thing like if you know if a boy wants to sing i don't know if he wants to sing madonna if he can pull if he can pull it off and he likes it and makes him happy who cares i mean there's uh, there should be no like there should be no purism in music i'm sorry i don't think there should be it should just be be whatever and i think a lot of as long as you don't suck you know well that's the thing if you do it good you're good yeah what's the difference right yeah so anyways i just uh, i this is a cool article this is a cool website actually bitchmedia.org um uh, so check that out, Smashing Through Boundaries, Heavy Metals, Racism, and Sexism Problem. And there's some gr- other great articles about music and uh, heavy rock and women and all kinds of cool stuff on here. So definitely, guys, it's a cool article, a lot of fun. You want to check it out. You are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. I haven't given our website yet. It is <laughs> LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. And go and check that out. We really appreciate that. Uh, go ahead and sign up. And you'll get these episodes sent right to your email, and you don't have to worry about missing anything. Um, let's play another uh, Ludini artist here. Uh, this is a good buddy. Do you know Charlie? I know Charlie very yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Charlie's a good guy, and they got a new record out um, 
called Blues Karma and the Kitchen Sink. <laughs> uh, so it's really cool. This is uh, Keep On uh, Keep On Talking. Uh, Charlie Wheeler Band on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Charlie Wheeler Band, you can go to 
charliewheelerband.com. Blues Karma and the Kitchen Sink is the latest record from those guys. Uh, If you are uh, local to the Pittsburgh uh, or what Pennsylvania area, they are playing around a lot. So uh, you definitely check them out. Katie and I were just talking. I was telling her I'd seen them recently at... Where did I tell you I saw them? Thunderbird? Thunderbird, yeah, in Lawrenceville. And they put on a great show. Um, uh, Charlie's got a dynamite uh, rhythm section. His bass player and uh, drummer are just, they're just absolutely fantabulous. So you guys definitely want to check that out. Um, Let's uh, talk about what has happened on this day. Oh, real quick, before we do that, I just want to say, I hope you guys are enjoying this. And I highly recommend that you get this record. Uh, the Telstar session. Before we go into this, because we're going to play some other music for uh, this day in music, I want you to hear. Check this out. Tape's rolling. Star Sessions, uh, Government Mule doing uh, their version of Just Got Paid by ZZ Top. I think that's great. That was, yeah. It's vicious. Holy. Yeah, the whole the whole record is like really in your face. It's really them at their most hungry. I, I just absolutely love this record. And I, uh, I mean, uh, Government Mule really kept blues based rock alive during mm-hmm. grunge and post grunge and new metal and like well, all that other stuff was happening. These guys were constantly putting out records and doing great and people buying them and uh, checking them out. Uh, one of the things that was very cool about uh, when when they when they first broke, they put there was a. A guitar player magazine cover with him, with uh, Warren Haynes and James Hetfield. <clears throat> they interviewed them together. Oh wow! Yeah, they were together, and um, uh, it was it was very cool. And and, and Warren uh, or, or uh, James Hetfield was like, "No, we are actually like really big Government Mule fans. Like we'd listen to them on the bus." And I think that kind of really gave those uh, Government Mule a boost. So it was very cool. But anyway, so Government Mule, the Telstar sessions. I highly recommend you guys check it out. Uh, you can read more about it at bluesrockreview Come okay, and this day in music now, all kind of cool stuff. You know, it's always something cool, isn't it, Katie? Is isn't there always like something happening? Oh, every day, every day in music. So let's go to our playlist here for uh, this wonderful day. What is this today? Uh, Today's the twenty second, twenty second, twenty second. Oh Lord God, help me, help me out. Okay, all right, here we go. Okay, so this day in music. Uh, yeah, it's uh, by the way, real quick. It's Leslie West's birthday, so Aww. happy birthday to Mr. West. Uh, let me let me give him a little more boost there. Great jam, huh? Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. 
<clears throat> on this day in music, why don't you talk about this since we were talking about ladies in music? Okay, 1966, the Supremes became the first female group to have a number one album on the U.S. chart with the Supremes A Go Go, knocking the Beatles' revolver from the top of the charts. An album. An not, album. not like they had a single, but an actual an album. album. I mean, that's huge, huge, huge. It's huge. huge. Are, are you a Beach Boys fan? Oh, of course I am. I just saw Brian Wilson a few weeks ago. I love the colorful clothes you wear and the way the sunlight plays upon her hair. Okay, uh, on this day. Uh, 1966, the Beach Boys' Good Vibrations made its debut on the U.S. Singles Charts, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love. Mike Love? I wish my name was Mike Love. I, I'm glad you're not Mike Love, though. He was a douchebag. <laughs> douchebag. He's word, a douchebag. The word, for today, the word for today is douchebag. Well, it's the only, like, it's the only, like, somewhat bad word I think I can say without, like, you know, getting censored. <laughs> the track was recorded over... Check this out. The track was recorded over six weeks in four different Los Angeles studios at a cost of $16,000. <laughs> in 66, that'd be like uh, $160,000 yeah. today. Okay, one song. The recording engineer would later say that the last take sounded exactly like the first <laughs> six months earlier. Uh, the record would reach number one in the U.S. charts in December of 1966. Uh, but such an amazing sound. You know, ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Beatles were seriously intimidated. This is something people don't realize. The Beatles were seriously intimidated by the Beach Boys. Were they really? Yes. When when the Beach Boys put out Pet Sounds, the Beatles were like, "Oh my God! Like, how are we gonna like make something that sounds this good?" You know. Um, but uh, speaking speaking of the Beatles, why don't you tell uh, this little story right here? In 1969, Paul McCartney publicly denied rumors that he was dead. The most recent of many. <laughs> I am not dead. Contrary. <laughs> the most recent of many clues of this death hoax was the fact that he was the only barefoot Beatle on the newly released Abbey Road LP cover. The story was actually started as a prank by Fred Labar, a sports and arts writer, for the student paper, the Michigan Daily, at the University of Michigan. Ah, U of M. See all the trouble you guys start over Seriously, there. Seriously, man. Can Jesus. you guys just, like, keep it to yourselves? Like, Yeah, yeah. Just, like, knock that off. Stop. I mean, you know, stop. Stop it. Stop already, okay? If I say to you tomorrow... Take my hand, child, come with me It's to a castle Okay, why well, I love... This isn't such a cool jam, oh, Katie. Oh, it is. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so on this day... Uh, in music in 69 Led Zeppelin 2 was released Atlantic Records uh, uh, the Jimmy Page produced album was recorded over six months between four European and three American tours so between touring they're running into the studio and recording this thing right uh, both uh, peaked at number one it's about as high as you get <laughs> in yeah. both the U.S. and uh, can- and uh, U.K., uh, going on to sell over 12 million copies in the U.S. alone, spending 138 weeks on the U.K. chart. The album is now recognized by writers and music critics as one of the greatest, most influential rock albums ever recorded. I own it on vinyl. I yes. love this record. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah. 
Uh, Phil, our boy Phil Collins, uh, 1988, started a two-week run at number one with the U.S. Singles Charts with Groovy Kind of Love. I mean, I... That's definitely not one of my favorite Phil Collins songs. I don't. I can't even think of it right now. Yeah, honestly, I didn't even I put didn't it in the thing because it's so far away from anything yeah. you do. But um, so yeah, but I mean, it's hard to believe that that song was. It's it, it's weird. Like music today seems to kind of like come and go so quickly that like something like that would spend all that time <laughs> at the top mm-hmm. uh, of the charts, but. Um, Why don't you tell everybody? You two did something. In 1988, U2 scored their fourth UK number one album with the double set and film soundtrack for Rattle and Hum, featuring their first UK number one single, Desire. I saw the, the film in the movie theater. Yeah. I went to see it. It's very cool. Uh, some of the songs in the film are different versions than on the record. That's right. So, which was kind of, it's just, it's just one of those kind of cool things that like makes you go like, you know, you know kind of check it out and stuff yeah. like that. Um, uh, what else happened? Oh, uh, uh, Pearl Jam played their first ever concert as Pearl Jam when they appeared at the off-ramp in Seattle in 1990. And just a few years later, they were like one of the biggest things ever in uh, in music. Now, what year did 10 come out? 91? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, early 90s. Yeah. So, uh, why don't we tell... Every- we already did a Beatles thing, so let's kind of move on. This is weird. <laughs> tell us about this thing right here. In 1999, it was reported that Sinead O'Connor was attempting to buy the church where she was ordained into the Catholic Sisterhood. The church was on the market for 70,000 pounds. You know, see... Okay, wait a minute. I thought that she was like... Was it... Uh, did she tore Yeah, up she picture? tore up the photo of what's, the Pope. What's, what's the deal? I... I yeah, love exactly. I love Sinead, incredible artist, but she's kind of whacked. <laughs> yeah, just a little, a little messed up. Yeah, craziness. Uh, in 2000, George Michael paid 1.45 million pounds for the Steinway piano on which John Lennon wrote, Imagine, George said, I know that when my fingers touch the keys of that Steinway, I will feel truly blessed. And parting with my money has never been much of a problem. Just ask my accountant. <laughs> His singer outbid Robbie Williams and the Oasis Brothers. Well, out of that grouping of artists, I'm glad George got it. Yeah, I'm like, I, maybe I'm a, maybe I'm a, uh, agree, with, agree with you. <laughs> this is weird. What is this? In 2005, Waterloo by ABBA was voted the best song in the history of the Eurovision Song Contest. Viewers in 31 countries across Europe voted during a special show in Copenhagen to celebrate the annual event's 50th birthday. Have you ever read into the, like, like done any research about the Eurovision Song Contest? What is that? It's this It's this contest um, every year where all these countries get together and they um, present, like, each country presents a song and they, like, compete to see who the winner is. Like, it's, like, the best song out of, like, X amount of countries. Mm. And um, it's actually kind of cool. Like, some of the songs that have been on, you know, been featured, like, you know, like Waterloo, and, like, some of them actually were big hits, you know? Hmm. 
but it's really interesting. I, you know, yeah, very I know. interesting oh, to read about. Thank you for filling us in on it because that's not something I, I know about at all. Uh, we may already mentioned Leslie West's birthday. Uh, it's uh, born on this day in 1946. Was Eddie Brigati, the vocalist for the Young Rascals? Grooving. Oh, that's a good yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, didn't get it programmed in. Um, uh, oh, in 1956. Stiv Bader's the lead singer of the Dead Boys, the Wanderers, and the Lords of the New Church. I love Stiv Bader's. You love Stiv Bader's? Stiv Bader's was awesome, man. You know, it's also this guy's birthday. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't play It Wasn't Me. I was going to. I, I actually was going to put them both in because I'm, I, you know, I'm a closet Shaggy fan. But, I never knew but, that about but, you. But born in this day, English rapper, singer, songwriter, actor, film director, Plan B, uh, born... Oh, wait a minute, I'm reading the wrong one here. Where is it? Where is it? Where am I? Okay, here it is. Born in this day in 1968, uh, Shaggy, or his real name is Orvel Richard Burrell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so he was born in this day in 19, 1968, so happy birthday to uh, Orvel, also known as Shaggy. Uh, are you a Shelby Lynn fan? I don't really know much about Shelby okay. Lynn. Uh, Shelby Lynn was born on this day in, in 1968 as well. Um, uh, 70, in 1976 on this day, John Foreman of lead singer and guitarist from the band Switchfoot. And oh, they had that one song out that, that was really one big. one song by those people that did that thing. Yeah. And, and then these guys have a birthday. Oh! I'm eight years old again. I'm 28 years old again. <laughs> oh my god, I loved this band when they came out, and I had a poster of them. And my dad was like, "Why do you like this crap? They look like girls." <laughs> I'm listening to a uh, a book on Audible right now by this by uh, David Wilcock. I don't know if you know who he is. David Wilcock is. A, uh, <laughs> he's a presenter on. Yeah, he's a presenter. He's one of the commentators on the. The the biggest most popular show on the History Channel called Ancient Aliens, uh-huh. and um, but he so he's talking a little bit. Told us in this in his newest book, he talks a little bit about his early life growing up, and he said that he heard ABBA, uh, Dancing Queen, and he loved it, and he mm-hmm. went home and then asked his parents. <laughs> his dad wrote was a was a was a uh, rock journalist, mm-hmm. and he, he said to his dad, he's like, why don't we listen to ABBA? He's like, son, we don't listen to disco in this house. Disco sucks. <laughs> Goes, and that was the last word on the subject. <laughs> but oh I like goodness. this too. This is infectious. And it doesn't doesn't change chords at all, does uh, it? Yeah. It's got the same thing over and over. Yeah. You know, I I, I saw. Um, uh, I, I may have told this story before, but I saw Hailstorm when they were like this, when they were about this age. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were just young kids. Their dad was managing them. David, uh, he was playing bass with them, and Lizzie was singing, and mm-hmm. the, her brother was playing the drums, and, you know, it was, it was them. But, uh, you know, they were really, they, they looked like that. Oh, wow. You know, because they were like, you know, just kids, you know, about 14. Yeah. So anyway, so happy birthday to, 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 to let me get to the thing. <sighs> Oh, it's 1985. Zachary Walker Hansen, the guitar player and keyboard player of Hansen. Yeah. So, so he was the young one, the, the baby, I think. Yeah. 
So happy birthday to Zachary. Uh, I like Taylor personally. You do you like Taylor? I like Taylor. Oh, so you had, do you have all these posters? I know? did. I did. <laughs> and I like drew little hearts on them. And okay, we're going to wrap up the podcast in a second here with, uh, when we come back. But I want to play. I want to play. I have to play this band because these this. Oops, I got to find the right thing. This is a band called Deep Valley, and this is from their uh, album Sistronics. Baby, I, oh, baby, I call hell. <laughs> Deep Valley on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circuit. Okay, that is Deep Valley. Deep Valley. And uh, let's go ahead and give you guys about that. That's D-E-A-P-V-A-L-L-Y. Uh, this is, that's from their album, Sistronics. Uh, they've got a new record out. Katie, you, got, you have to see this. Okay. <laughs> this is the name of their new album. It is called... Femagism. Femagism. 
It's their new album. That's it's just great. Out. That's so, hilarious. Yeah, so you want to go to D-E-A-P-V-A-L-L-Y.com. I think these girls are really, really cool. That um, was really, really they, cool. They have some great videos. To really, they have a great sense of humor like, mm-hmm. about what they do and everything. It's very, very cool. But uh, great heavy rock by the ladies. Uh, so we're happy to like play that for them. Uh, uh, this is the weekend, uh, and, and uh, all kind of good stuff is going on. So, uh, Katie, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody what you have coming up uh, this week, uh, the, to the 22nd through <laughs> Halloween. What you got going on? Oh, my God. I'm playing. We're, we're doing a Halloween spooktacular. I don't know. Hopefully, you can. Can you do, a, can you do another, another podcast? I, sh- I might be able to. We'll figure it out. Because <laughs> okay. I want to have Kevin down, too. I want to get yeah. like, do a whole thing. But go ahead. Um, so, how, oh God, how many times am I playing? Uh, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm playing five times this week. You can go to my website, um, www.katiesimonemusic.com and find out where I'm playing. I'm playing with literally everybody that I play with in this coming week, so. Nice. It's pretty ridiculous. I hope I have a voice by the end of the What are you going to be for Halloween? Well, um, the 29th, my 80s band, Ridgemont High, is playing at the uh, Wicked Googly in Ligonier for a Halloween party, and I'm going to be Jem from Jem and the Holograms, the cartoon. Ah. Ah. It'd be cool if you could pull up the Jem uh, theme song right now, but I don't think it's available on uh, Napster. I don't know. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Look at these mullets. Yeah, isn't that? Anyway, so... um. I'm gonna. We're gonna end up with a song here that I told Katie her band should do, uh, "On the Loose" by Saga. We're gonna get to that in a second. We're wrap <laughs> up, but you guys have been listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. That is LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. One more shout out to my sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine. That is PPLMag.com. Uh, we are prominently featured there, along with a lot of other very cool stuff. So you want to check it out. Um, if you like uh, a lot of indie rock, you're, you you uh, understand that the best music is not being played on the uh, by corporate media. Uh, you definitely want to go to supportindierock.com and help us to keep things going and to do even more to support uh, this uh, great music out there that uh, really deserves a better shake than it's getting. <clears throat> um, uh, that and that is supportindierock.com. Uh, I was uh, as Katie and I were talking earlier. I was saying, you know, you, her band, uh, '80s band, Ridgemont High, uh, you know, should play this song, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna end with it here in a second. But uh, I just uh, wanted to uh, say, guys, thanks so much for listening, and uh, you know, be aware of that. Uh, you know, the women out there are doing it, and you know, they're doing it just they're just they're just great musicians, just like the rest of us are. Whether no matter, it, it's irrelevant what you got between your legs. Right? Exactly. It's about how you do it, not what you're doing it with. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Exactly. So I couldn't have said it better myself. So you guys listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, guys, thanks so much for listening. Katie, thanks so much for uh, coming out. Uh, today was great to see you. You're looking fantastic, by the way. She's uh, got these, like, sexy-ass ripped jeans on. <laughs> She's got like a total like rock and roll thing going. And a flannel. I look like I could be. Uh, I, I feel like I should audition for like the Bullet Boys or something. Or, yeah. Or what was the movie from Airheads? What was the name of the band in Airheads? I feel like I kind of have that vibe going there on. Yeah, you know, Airhead yeah. Band. Yeah, that best movie ever, by the way. I ain't farting on no snare drum. <laughs> no, the best movie with drums ever is Step Brothers. Here's the Step Brothers. No. Where the guy puts his scrote on his brother's drums. <laughs> He put his balls on my drum. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's out of control. 
It's out of control. <laughs> it's out of control. Anyway, so guys, thanks so much for listening. We're gonna we're gonna wrap up with "On the Loose" by Saga, on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Guys, thanks so much for listening.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.